Welcome to the Essay for FAs Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is a crude estimation as to how much retirement income we need as a sort of conversation starter with clients. We'll get to it in just a moment, but first, this word on behalf of our sponsor. The controversy over what constitutes a safe withdrawal rate will not die easily. There are those who believe you can calculate a portfolio-appropriate figure, which may be higher or lower than the controversial 4% rule. And there are those who say there is no safe figure because you can never impute the past performance of markets to the future. According to this viewpoint, retirees must use Social Security, pensions, and any required supplementary annuities to reach their required level of spending for a long life. Only any surplus beyond this can be invested in stocks, according to this view. These two methodologies are formulated against the calculation of how much your client spends, and on what, and deleting expenses that will disappear upon retirement. While there is room for making precise calculations, I thought I'd throw out a quick and dirty approach that can be used more as a conversation starter than anything else, which is the formula that landlords use to determine the financial creditworthiness of potential tenants, and that is an income three times the rent they are seeking. In reverse, this means that clients trying to determine their ideal retirement income can roughly assume it will be in the neighborhood of three times their housing expense. And if they've paid off their mortgage, then it should be three times the mortgage they used to pay. The logic behind this is that people generally spend according to a standard of living based on where they live, who their neighbors are, and what they spend on. The whole keeping up with the Joneses phenomenon is generally an unconscious response to what people see in their milieu on what is deemed normal. In certain neighborhoods, owning a 20-year-old Honda Accord with peeling paint may be normal, and in others it may lead to a false sense of embarrassment. I say false because there's no shame in not wasting your money. But just know that for reasons good or bad, people's spending patterns are likely to align with those of their neighbors. With that conversation starter, the math is simple. A $3,000 mortgage implies a need for $9,000 a month, which is $108,000 per year, which is $3.24 million for a retirement expected to last 30 years. Remember, this is a quick and dirty method. It's not looking at the family health history and longevity expectations for a specific retiree and therefore assessing costs for memory care, nursing homes, and the like. That kind of detail work is something the advisor and client can work on later. The purpose of this conversation starter is to determine a plan to reach the desired amount or to figure out how to get off a train that is careening toward financial destruction. I think it's a good idea for advisors not just to help their clients earn more money, but also, where appropriate, to help them to spend less. Moving away from the bad influence of neighbors who lease a new Mercedes each year is one way, but a more thoughtful approach would be to help clients consciously fight the tendency toward maintaining too high a standard of living. But while watching expenses is fundamental and cannot be ignored, advisors' main business is to help their clients invest for growth, and doing so is made much easier when clients can look at both sides of the ledger and see the inherent trade-offs. Not leasing a new Mercedes every year can fuel a lot of saving and investing in each of those years. There's one more tool in the arsenal, especially for clients who don't have higher than average portfolio wealth, and that is a private pension via an annuity. 
One possibly effective way to do this on the cheap is to purchase a deferred income annuity that kicks in at a certain advanced age, such as 80 or 85, knowing that if they make it that long, an insurer will pay out a contractually agreed pension payment for life at age 85 will provide the clients two important benefits. It will free them to spend and enjoy more of their retirement savings during the first 20 years of retirement, knowing that more income is on the way at that later stage, and it will provide them an incentive to remain healthy to receive it. As the French philosopher Voltaire famously put it, I advise you to go on living solely to enrage those who are paying your annuities. It is the only pleasure I have left. So there you have it. Figure on eating in the ballpark of three times your mortgage or rent, and then devise a plan to achieve a nest egg sufficient to provide that kind of income for the length of retirement desired. If employment income and savings aren't sufficient to achieve that amount, figure out how to reduce expenses and channel the savings into investments for retirement. The matter can be as binary as a new Mercedes every year versus a more comfortable retirement. And finally, consider that an annuity that begins to pay out at a late stage costs much less and therefore may be a good compromise investment strategy for those worried they are not saving enough for a long retirement. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.